0: Hello, and welcome. You're listening to Start Again with Shauna Lee, sponsored by Soulway Massage. This is the place where you'll be reminded that it's never too late, and you're never too old to do the damn thing. So stick around if you're ready to vibe higher and be inspired to chase your dreams. Together, we will uncover your soul's truest desires. Now if you're ready, let's get started. Hello again, my friends. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us. I have a new friend to introduce you to today. Teresa, thank you for joining.
1: Uh, It's my pleasure, Shauna. Thank you so much for asking me to be on your podcast. I've been looking forward to this, really.
0: I am so excited about our conversation. I can't wait to get right into things. If you wouldn't mind, let's start with a quick little bio. So tell my listeners, who you are, what you do. You were just telling me what part of the world you live in. Um, And specifically, I think this is going to come out. How have you embraced this idea of starting again? Okay.
1: Well, first of all, I'm South African. I was born and raised in South Africa, Uh, got married there, had my three children there. And um, in 2004, my husband passed away. 2008, I decided it's time for a new change. And um, I moved to Dubai. Um, At the time, two years prior to that, my daughter had had joined um, Emirates Airlines, and I thought to myself, um, you know, where can I go that is crime-free and tax-free sort of thing? That was the criteria, and I moved across to Dubai. I didn't know anything about Dubai as such, you know, not much, and um, moved across to Dubai, and within six weeks, I had a job with a real estate company. I found everyone very friendly. And um, yeah, so I've been living in the, in Dubai, in the UAE, the United Arab Emirates now for the past 15 years. And I've really loved living here because one of the things that I found, which I discovered very quickly moving here was that, you know, I think everyone always, you always have preconceived ideas about different cultures, beliefs, you know, religions and the way oh, people sure. things, because, you know, you tend to think only your way is the right way. And I very quickly learned that. Hey, there's more than one way to skin the proverbial cat. And my or our particular way as a South African isn't necessarily the only correct way. And um, I also realized that it doesn't matter if we disagree or we don't believe the same from a, a religious point of view, because it doesn't matter. Um, I, I quickly realized that all my preconceived ideas were rubbish. And I embraced I embraced the fact that I could accept everyone as they are, because in the end, here's the thing that I really realized, Shana, is that no matter where we come from and how different we are, we all have two things in common. We all want to be loved and we all want to be respected, no matter where you are from. So I slotted into this multinational community very quickly and felt very much at home when I arrived. Um, And it's been a really 15 Wonderful years with lots of wonderful opportunities, meeting amazing people, um, traveling a lot from here because you know, Dubai is like a hub. It's a shorter mm-hmm. flight to anywhere else. And um, yeah, so I moved to Dubai four years after my first husband passed away. Um, he had a long battle with cancer. I never knew you could mm. get tongue cancer. And um, and then when it happened, um it was it was it was right that he passed away. I had made peace with peace with it. I had told him I release him. He doesn't have to hold on for me or for the mm-hmm. children. And we were all around him when he passed away peacefully at home. So four years later, and it took me a year to just work through all the, the grief because oh, sure. I do think it's absolutely important. You have to deal with your emotions. You've got to allow mm-hmm. yourself the grieving, the loss, the working through the pain and all of those things, because if you don't it hits you sometime further down the line. So it took me about a year to work through all of this because in my heart I knew I wanted to get married again at some point. Mm-hmm. And I needed to be baggage-free, you know, not wanting to marry yes. somebody because I've lost someone, but to marry somebody because I want to share my life again with somebody. And um, yeah. so yeah, four years later on, I moved after moving to Dubai, I met a, a, a wonderful man through mutual friends. Um, And um, we became friends. He came over to watch a movie. We never watched the movie. He had been divorced twice. And one of the things that he said to me right in the beginning was that he never, ever wants to get married again. He's been married twice, divorced twice. And for him, marriage is really not a good plan, although he has a lot of love to give to a woman. And he asked me, what about you? And I said, look, I've had 30 years of a beautiful marriage. I would like to marry again. I like to share my life with a man that I can love and who loves me. And he said to me, and he put his thumbs in the air and he said, good for you. Good for you. But that's not me. (laughs) Well, six weeks later, he confessed his undying love to me. And Uh um, he said to me when he was driving home one evening after visiting me, he said, I was at the traffic light and I felt I was hit by a tsunami out of the blue And I realized I had fallen in love with you and I want to marry you and take care of you. Now, at that point, um, I wasn't eager to let my heart go because I didn't want to, you know, just let my heart run away and then maybe get hurt. You know, so I was, you know, taking it easy and so on. But I there were we had a lot of things in common. He grew up in the same city as me back in South Africa. We had some mutual friends that we discovered, but um, eventually we did. So we met in the July. That November, he proposed to me in the empty quarter under full moon and, you know, yeah. amongst all his quad bike friends. And we got married 28th of February, 2013. And we were really looking forward to 20 years at least of beautiful life together and all of that stuff. And then two years, four months later, he went quad biking one morning early with a friend of his in the desert in May. And as he stepped off his bike, he dropped stone dead from a heart attack.
0: Oh, my and goodness.
1: I got the phone call to tell me that Nick had passed away in the desert. And, of course, my heart shattered into a million pieces again. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like, no, this cannot be happening again. And once again, yeah. it took me. I allowed myself to mourn and to grieve and to go through all of this, you know, because once again, I realized that unless I deal with the emotions, I'm never going to be free from that. And at some point, it's going to come back in another way. So it took me once again about a year. But in that year, in that time, I started feeling that there was something inside of me, I felt almost like a pregnant woman. Uh, Like I had Mm. a message of some sort, but I didn't know what it was. And I didn't know what platform or anything. And then out of the blue, totally out of the blue, a friend of my daughter, she was a wedding photographer here in Dubai. And um, she called me and she said, I want you to consider a proposition. And I said, what is that? And she said, look, you love love and you love marriage. And you've had two fantastic marriages. Um, I think you would make a fantastic wedding celebrant. And I said, well, what on earth is a wedding celebrant? I had never heard of that before. And she explained to me, she said, please, 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 please consider this because I think you'd make a great celebrant. So I then went onto Google and I googled what is a wedding celebrant and the more I read the more I got to love the google yeah this is for me you know um, yes. this is absolutely up my alley and so a friend of mine gifted me with a beautiful website I wrote all the content myself because I wanted people when they go onto my website I want people to pick up my love and my my passion and my energy for love and marriage and that's how it came about that I became a wedding celebrant. So I conduct wedding ceremonies for couples, uh, also vow renewal ceremonies for couples. Um, and it's so much nicer than having the reverend or the priest or the pastor because <clears throat> it can be anywhere. Uh, it can be in a garden, on, the, on a boat, in the desert, in on the beach, wherever. And I, I get to hear the love stories of these couples. I get to create a beautiful, fabulous ceremony for them. And the words that I share with them, I call them words of love, life, and wisdom, because I've had two fantastic marriages, and so I want to equip them with the little things that will help them to create a beautiful, loving marriage relationship, that their love for each other will grow stronger with each passing year, so that when they've been married 10, 20, 30 years down the line, when they look at each other, they still think, oh, my handsome, sexy husband. Oh, look at my gorgeous wife, you know. so um, I love it. So I do that. So I've been doing that now for seven years, and I absolutely love it. I actually market myself as an international destination wedding celebrant because I've done weddings apart from here in the UAE, in um, Sri Lanka, in Dubai, in uh, Bahrain, um, in Greece last year, and in Bosnia-Herzegovina, and also in um, South Africa. So wherever the couples will fly me, I will go. That's amazing. And um, come their fabulous wedding ceremonies. So that is a big passion of my life. And because I believe in love and marriage. And the funny thing was, Shauna, is that every day that Nick and I were married, the two years and four months, every day he would say to me, I never knew marriage could be so wonderful. Oh, I love he, he that. never known that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And his kids, when he died, his kids said to me, you gave our dad the best years of his life because he'd never known such happiness. So, so yeah, it was, it was really good. You know, we were very happy together. It was an easy adjustment. You know, we just slotted in. And I think part of it also was the fact that we're older and there's a lot of wisdom. You don't sweat the small stuff. And you have a lot more understanding, you know, of each other.
0: Oh, sure. Sure.
1: So that was my 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 big comeback after you know losing my second husband.
0: I mean that that was many comebacks. Actually, it's yeah. like your your story is filled with start again moments.
1: It is actually because I, I've always said my motto has always been life. We should celebrate life. Life should be celebrated, and I have gone through a lot of things in my life. You know, growing up and all of that stuff. But I've always believed that no matter what we go through, that life is always worth celebrating, and um, and I I don't believe that we are here on earth to learn lessons. I do not accept that at all. I believe that we gain wisdom oh. uh, when we when we when we experience challenges. And the thing is that if you if you just listen to the words of you know when you hear the word lesson, what's the emotion that goes with the word mm-hmm. lesson? It's not pleasant. It's like Ugh, I'm gonna learn something. <laughs> But when you hear the word wisdom, it's softer, it's gentle. You know, wisdom is soft and gentle and kind and loving and caressing and comforting and um, beautiful. Lesson is hard and harsh and it's not pleasant. It's awful. Yes. And um, so I do not buy into that motion of that life. We're here to learn lessons. I refute that completely, totally.
0: Well, this is, this is very interesting because a lot of what I talk about is around lessons. So I might have to choose some different language after this conversation. Yeah. Um, so when you, you look back at your story, what do you think inspires you most about it?
1: Um, I tell you, I, th- I think that the thing that inspires me the most is the fact that um, there is, we always have a new beginning. There is, always 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 a new beginning there is always a fresh start no matter what and we can we can we can have a daily fresh start you know but it's it's I'm never sure. too late to start fresh and we should embrace these opportunities as they come along because what i honestly believe is that we should be enjoying life life is supposed to be enjoyed we're supposed to have fun along the way life is beautiful and yes, when the challenges arrive, we navigate through them. We navigate through them. I do believe, and I'm absolutely a firm believer in this, that we can be, do, and have whatever it is we desire. We are limitless, mm-hmm. and we all have greatness and genius within us. Absolutely. The problem lies that we've been brainwashed, you know, from the way we were brought up, from school, society. Things have to be this way. You've got to for you know. You've got to live according to a plan. I say, stuff the plan.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Create your own plan. Do your own thing. I've always been a nonconformist. I love it. <laughs> and you know what? Here's the thing. Honestly, I believe this. When you have a desire in your heart, no matter how wild it is, it means that that is possible for you, and that you should pursue that. Yes. And that is the truth. You know, that is the truth. I mean. We, we're we not here to struggle and strife and you know life is hard and life really sucks and you know you have the highlights every now and again but in general life is crap and then one day in the sweet by and by we're going to be in the sky in heaven and then we're going to have a great life
0: i don't buy that <laughs> oh my gosh i love it i think that's you hilarious. you're saying all the things that i believe but in a much more beautiful way um And, you know, my next question is around lessons. And it's interesting that you say um, that it's harsh. Uh, I've been accused of being harsh with my language my whole life. So I'm like, okay, I'm constantly learning softer, gentler ways of saying what I believe to be true, but in a way that feels more pleasant to the person. hearing it um, so typically what I what I ask is you know as you look back on your journey what's the theme in your lessons but I think that I can uh, amend that and just say as you've gathered wisdom along your journey what has been the theme
1: uh, the theme that has come out is um, everything revolves around love <clears throat> everything revolves around love um, Number one love for yourself. And that's something Mm -hmm. that most of us are not taught. We're not taught to love yourself because loving yourself has always been equated with, you know, being prideful and arrogant, and you know, I am so wonderful. Oh, sure. But it's not that Um, loving yourself is to be able to look at yourself and appreciate who you are to not judge yourself to not be critical of yourself when you when you when we have made a mistake there is no such a thing as a mistake it's it's we mm-hmm. say it's a mistake we judge ourselves so to stop all of that so it's about self love stop all of that yeah so it's about self love and it includes you know the job that you do Do you love what you do? If you don't, if you're unhappy, if your soul is desperately unhappy, why are you in that job? Step out because your soul knows what you should be doing. So, and it's love in the marriage, it's love in relationships. It is all about love. Every single aspect of life, really, if you think of it, um, it's all about love. Mm -hmm. Because love is the aspect and the factor that can bring about change. And when you start loving yourself, You know, when I do talks and I ask women by a show of hands, who can stand naked in front of the bathroom mirror and look at themselves and say, man, I'm gorgeous. Show me your hands. And maybe one or two or three. And the rest say, oh, no, 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 no. Yes. Because of the self-criticism, you know, looking at yourself and saying, oh, I don't like my thighs. I don't like the dimples. I don't like this. I don't like that. I hate this. I hate that. And so we don't realize that what we're doing by saying or thinking those things, we are not loving ourselves. And so when we become aware that it's important to love ourselves, then things start changing. And this is the same thing also. I'm just thinking of it now is that when you've lost someone is that you can either stay in that place of the victim. You know, I lost a loved one. Um, I never use the word I'm a widow. If I have to fill in a form, I'm single. Mm. And I almost write ready to mingle, you know, <laughs> because the word widow, you know, the mental picture is this poor little old little old lady. Shame, you know, shame. She lost her husband, and no, 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 no bull. Excuse my French, but um, oh no, you can say all those French words on this podcast. That's good, 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 good. <laughs> so it is about you know the fact is that to love yourself enough to work through the grief, to navigate through all of it and get yourself to a place where you can carry on with life. Because the person who's passed away is the one who would want you to go forth and enjoy life, you know, and celebrate life. So I, I really
0: love how you said that. You said love yourself enough to get yourself through it. Yeah. That is so beautiful. It's so accurate and true. I, I, haven't ever lost a partner to death, I've lost them to divorce. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think in talking with many women who've lost husbands, because they died, and also, they've been divorced. Yeah. uh, The process to grieve that loss is very similar. And I have said, time and time again, loss is loss. It, it doesn't matter what the loss looks like to other people, it matters how it feels to you. And if there is a loss to grieve, you must grieve it.
1: Absolutely. You're so right, Shauna. You're so right. And you know what that I found is that, and this is the way I grew up, and also when my first husband died, some people would say things like, you know, just keep yourself busy so you don't have to think of what you're going through. And I'd say, hmm. no, I need to. I I, don't, hmm. I need to go through all of this because I want to come out whole on the other side with my heart healed. Um, no wounds, you know, no sadness, no sorrow. I mean, I have two doves every now and again uh, that come and land on my balcony in the morning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and sometimes they'll go and sit on my neighbor's balcony on the on the railing. And I always joke and say, good morning, Philip. Good morning, Nick, my two late husbands, you know.
0: You yes. can't yes. on me.
1: <laughs> because I believe I they're still that. around.
0: I do. I do too. I think that's so
1: beautiful. So the theme that has come through is definitely is love, love on every level, but together with that is another element. And that is about being happy and having fun. Yes. Because that's important too.
0: I think I'm still working on gathering this wisdom personally. Um, I really am going to embrace this, not calling it a lesson anymore. Uh, but I, I think you, you are hitting on something that's really, um, prevalent in our society. And that is Lack of joy and lack of fun. It's Mm. somehow seen as a luxury or a negative. um, When really, I kind of think that's the whole point of life is to learn how to have fun.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, but once again, we weren't taught to have fun and happiness wasn't part of our growing up because, you know, you've got to follow a certain pattern. And as I said earlier, most people tend to think that life is life sucks. Life is tough. Life is hard. Uh, Of course, I do Buy into this notion of you have to work hard Mm. to get anywhere you've got to chase something to get it and you've got to you know be willing to sacrifice to get your dream and all of that stuff because honestly I don't buy that long time I don't buy that because that's that's the wrong way of thinking and that makes life hard Mm -hmm. so I don't chase anything I believe things come to me I believe things come to me with ease Because if you believe in stuff like law of attraction and the quantum field and the field that is out there is that everything is there. Yep. And so why should we not have fun along the way? Because when we have fun and we're happy, then you've got a completely different uh, perspective on life, you know? Yes. And so that it doesn't matter what happens in is that whenever you're in a situation, you can look at, okay, what's the good part out of this thing? What's the what's the happy part? What's the fun part that I can take out of this? Happiness is so important because if we're happy, it affects our physical bodies as well.
0: Yes. You know? Well, and that's, that's the whole key, right? So when you are focused on happy, positive, joyful aspects of wherever you are, you're raising your energetic vibration, which is what then is attracting more to you. That's what the law of attraction is all about. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's the whole thing. I love that, that that's, Absolutely. that's gotta be, um, the best theme that I've heard thus far. Not that it's a competition, but it's, um, yeah it's yeah so pretty to hear you describe it that way and not at all surprising that this is what you've ended up doing as your thing, right? Like your, your job is to celebrate love in a joyful way that is meaningful for each of these couples. Um, it does raise a question for me. The best way to attract love is to love yourself. For many of us, we are only just beginning to learn what it truly means to care for ourselves. And that can begin with your body. A happy body leads to a happy mind and a happy spirit. This is what self-care is built upon. Now, if you are local, you must visit Way Massage in Round Rock, Texas. Jen will help you to shift, release, and transform your emotional and physical blocks. Jen's ability to read a body and respond is nothing short of magical. She uses a custom approach for every client that includes various healing massage modalities like Thai yoga massage and lymphatic drainage therapy. Book your first body session at Soulway Massage with code love. The links are in the show notes. Now let's get back to the show. What is your favorite wedding that you have been the celebrant of thus far?
1: Okay, that's a very very difficult one. I'm sure. I, honestly, that's truly so difficult. It's like which which child of yours is your favorite?
0: Uh,
1: yes. <laughs> because every single one has got its own um its own special magical moments and I find with every ceremony there's always like a magic moment um where, where it's oh, like oh, so something amazing has just incredible. sort of happened, you know? I've done weddings where there were 500 people. I've done weddings where there's just two people. Um, So every single one for me has been very, very special. Honestly, I cannot tell you that I've had one that was like the most amazing one. However, I can tell you one that was quite funny where I did a wedding in Abu Dhabi and it was at a golf club and it was near the water's edge. There was a big waterway and all the guests were seated. It was on the lawn. And the groom was standing next to me, so we were ready and Then the little uh, page boy in his little suit he was probably about four or five years old, came running down the other you know the grass aisle with a little pillow that the rings were on, and he was so excited about this came running up like this, and then he came to the front and I said to him, "Hello, darling, you've done such a beautiful job, and I'm looking to see for the rings, as I'm saying to him now, will you go and sit next to Mommy so she can take care of the pillow?" And I'm looking and I discover the rings are gone and the bride's about to appear at the top there. And it was, I swear, it was, I said, the rings are gone. And it was mass paralysis. Just beset everyone. True. The groom froze, the guests froze. And I thought, I need to find these rings. So I'm up the grass there and lo and behold, I get the two rings. Bride only heard about this after the ceremony, but it was a great story.
0: <laughs> that is amazing. Well, with a, a perfect ending. <laughs>
1: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I get to hear that the, the, I'm a happiness merchant, I call myself at times too, because I get to hear yes. about all the love stories, you know. And the one thing oh, that I've sure. discovered over time is that, you know, love is truly amazing. And you can't say love happens only in a particular way. I've learned that mm-hmm. love happens anytime, anywhere, anyplace, anyhow. Um, you can never know when love is going to happen. I've done mm-hmm. lots of weddings where couples met online. I'm doing a vow renewal tomorrow evening with a couple who met 23 years ago on AOL chat room. Before oh, my the, goodness. You know, the internet was really going. And then, That um, really
0: takes and, me back.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, know, you know, the chat room. And then I met a couple this morning. They flew in from Guyana in South America, and they've got their 14th anniversary coming up next week. So we're doing a ceremony for them. And I asked them how did they meet, and also, it was on a chat room on his website. Oh, it was on his website, which was like 16 years ago, and it was just a little picture, you know, of the person, and um, yes. And I've met people who I've I've done weddings where the couple literally bumped into each other, and the sparks oh. flew. So yeah, I love it, amazing. Yes. And of course, you know, me being a love, a uh, uh, a love queen, I like to call myself. I am ready to marry again, because why should I not marry again? You know, I'd love to marry again with my soulmate, somebody who's on the same spiritual level as me, yes. um, to share life together and to have lots of fun together. Oh, my gosh. I'm so never too old to get married it, again. It
0: is true. It is true. I've i um, I'm actually been divorced three times. Oh, really? Which, yeah? Yes. Which at this point, maybe uh, people are tired of hearing me say this, but... Uh it's interesting because you would think that I would be the disgruntled, I hate marriage type of a person, but also that cannot possibly be true for someone who has married three times. So while yes, I ended up divorced, I am such a hopeless romantic. I love weddings more than anything else. Yeah. I love that this is what you are doing with your life because you are just celebrating these beautiful, magical mm. moments where people are like, yes, let's do life together. Yeah. Um, I just love it. I love it. So if if you were to take a look back at the younger you, what advice would you give her?
1: The advice I would give her would be to absolutely believe in yourself. Um, throw away all the stories, all the beliefs that was put upon you from either the way you grew up, the school, society. Um, And your own self-limiting beliefs or your own self-limiting, self-sabotaging beliefs. Throw all those things away Um, and know that you can be, do, and have anything you wish. Go out there, be you, because you know what? The world needs you. Every single one of us. Here's the thing, Shauna. Every single one of us, we have something unique to offer the world. And it it doesn't matter where you are, where you live, what you do, but we all have something to give to others, to this world. And there's only one of us, you know, so each one of us is extremely unique. Mm -hmm. And to just be you and to understand that you are fearfully and wonderfully created, you come from love, you are love, you are magnificent, you are amazing, you are worthy of the best, you are worthy to get whatever it is that you wish and desire, and you are worthy of living a life that brings you so much joy. So that's the message I would give the young me, because the young me was riddled with, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Uh, lack of confidence. When I went to university after school, I tell you that I don't, I'm not kidding, Um, some days in my first year, some days I would not go to class. Mm -hmm. Those days my hair was long and blonde. And I think if I step out today onto the campus, people are going to say, check that dumb blonde. What is she doing here? Mm. That was how I felt about myself at times. And it was only when I st- I became a drum majorette in my first year, which boosted my self-confidence. And then I became a leader of the drum majorettes and I did modeling. And all of those things helped me to feel more confident within myself. But yeah. So honestly... And I now have a granddaughter, she's turned three recently, and all I do is I just speak beautiful things into her life, Mm -hmm. because the first seven years of a child's life is so important, that's when their foundation is laid in their subconscious mind, so she needs to know that she's amazing, she's wonderful, she's beautiful, she's kind-hearted, she's generous, she's loving, she can be, do, and have whatever it is, she's a bright light, you know, she's love, she's joy, she's happiness.
0: You know, it's funny that you're saying this now because I'm realizing I do this thing that I don't even know if I've ever shared with anybody, but I love babies so much. I mean, I have four of my own, so clearly I'm a fan of children, but babies specifically, I'm like, they are so close. They're so close to where we all come from, but they're so pure and innocent and love, but you're right. And I know this. And so anytime I'm with a baby, I don't care whose baby it is. I am whispering those things to their baby. I'm just telling them sweet, positive, amazing things. And I don't, to, I don't even think I realized I do this or made like conscious thought of it. But I love that Jordan, you do that. Jordan, that's
1: fantastic. That's wonderful that you yeah. do that. Because the thing is that that baby is a pure soul.
0: Oh, for sure. Yes. It's a
1: pure little soul. You know, I look at my granddaughter. I was in South Africa for two weeks, a few weeks ago. And I see how she jumps around and she plays, and she's this little bundle of happiness, and I'm watching her, and I'm thinking, but that's how we're supposed to live, yes, we're supposed to be happy and yes. have fun and take pleasure in every little thing in our lives for the moment in every little thing,
0: yeah, yeah, and the little ones are so good at it because they haven't been conditioned not to yet, and exactly yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I just you're so right, you're so right,
0: yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that you do that too. I didn't even really realize that that's something I do or remember it. It's been a while since I've hung out with a baby. Um, It might be time to whisper sweet nothings to a little one again.
1: (laughs) You might just connect with a baby today because you've called it in now.
0: I have called it in and that is exactly how it works. And I love that that happens. So yes, I'm ready. Mm. I'm ready to love on the babies. Um, So Although, let me just specify to the universe, not my own birthed baby. Yes,
1: somebody else's.
0: (laughs) Somebody else's baby. Uh, Yeah, I feel the need to clarify, clarify. Um, Because, you know, you get exactly what you want, but you have to be specific. You've already answered this question, but I think it warrants repeating. So what do you now believe is possible for your own life? For my own life,
1: um, whatever I dream, Mm -hmm. um, I honestly believe is possible. I, there, there are no limits. The only limits we, w- w- that are there are the ones that we put upon ourselves. It's so, true. so it's a beautiful journey. And I, I, when I journal, I love to journal and I love to do what I, talk, what I call soul talk, where I will sit and then I just go completely quiet and then I take my pen and I start writing and it's my soul speaking to me. Yes. And it will always start with a beautiful affirmation like, my darling Teresa, oh. do you know how much I love you? And then I you know, I don't think about what am I writing, I just write. Yeah. And it's 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 that is from my soul. And this is for every single person, every woman. Yes. That is to just start listening to your soul and allow your soul to speak to you because your soul knows everything about your life, knows where you should be, what you should be doing, what's gonna make you happy. And if we start becoming aware of our our soul, our higher consciousness, and we start tuning into that. Yes. Um, then it, we'll we'll start following into those wonderful things because, as I said earlier, any dream we have, we should follow that up because it means it's there for you. Yes, absolutely. And so, right now, I am exploring Mauritius as a possibility for for business in the future, and who knows, maybe to go and live there for a season. You know, um, yeah. it's something that's been brewing on the inside. Yes. I did that two years ago with Greece. I did a lot of research on Greece, and I felt like I wanted to go and see Greece. And I spent five weeks in Crete doing weddings there, and I had a wonderful time there. But Greece, Crete, didn't call me. No, and it's a beautiful island, mm-hmm. but nowhere did I feel oh, y'all can live here. Oh, so my soul didn't call me yes. there. So I know, but all the work that I did beforehand, all the the the, the research that I did was important because when I was on Crete, I knew all the places that I had read about and, you know, nothing was strange to me. So that was great. So now I'm doing similar with Mauritius to find out about Mauritius. You know, I know Mauritius is also a a very popular wedding destination. But, you know, 15 years in the UAE and, uh, you know, growing up in South Africa, I've always just lived in a home with a garden. Mm. For 15 years, I've been living in apartments. Oh, yes. Off the ground, not grounded. Yeah, yeah. And I'm yearning for a garden with trees and a table under the trees where I can sit with my family and my friends and we have meals and we talk and discuss and laugh and have fun and enjoy four seasons. Here in the UAE, we only have two seasons and excuse my French, it's only hot and fucking hot.
0: (laughs) I say we have two seasons here. It's summer and not summer. And none of that is cold or enjoyable. Like, yes, you're right. It's only hot or fucking hot. That's the same, same, same.
1: Yeah, that is it. Yeah, and um, and I've I've been missing. It's been an awareness now over time, an awareness for nature, for green, for trees, for lying on the grass. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of vill- villas here they've got fake grass. Oh yes, because the summer is so fierce; it kills everything, um, because it's just so hot. It's fifty plus day and night. Yes, and um. So I'm exploring because here's the thing: the world is our oyster. It is. You know, I always tell people the world is our oyster.
0: Pay attention to your desires because they're not given to you for no yeah. reason.
1: You're so right. Like just yeah, you're so lean right, Shona. into
0: it. Listen. Allow yourself to want the damn thing. Like I don't. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think too many people try to talk themselves out of why it isn't possible and. You're you're absolutely right. The world is your oyster.
1: Yeah, and here's the thing. Also, is that a lot of people are afraid of try, you know, of something new or stepping out of the comfort zone. Oh, sure. I'm an ardent student of Dr. Joe Dispenza. I don't know if you know him and his work, but he says something, and he says, "Fall in love with the unknown, because it's in the unknown that the magic happens." Yes, it is true, and I believe that. You know, I believe that it's it's important to. Fall in love with the unknown because you never know what beautiful thing is gonna come forth for you. And who says because you're a certain age that you've got to live like this or stay here or do that? You know?
0: It's complete um, bullshit. Yep. Yep.
1: Absolutely. It's bullshit.
0: Yes, yes. Well, and what did what do they say? Uh nothing good ever came from comfort zones? Like leaning into the unknown or embracing change or new beginnings. I mean, that's yeah. what I've built my whole business on. So yes, I wholeheartedly agree.
1: Um, that's where the good stuff lives. Yeah, exactly. And that's where the, the magic happens. You know, if you just mm-hmm. open yourself up to see what's going to happen. I mean, there I went to Crete five weeks yeah, and I explored an island and now it's something else. Um, you know, and if you think in terms of age, certain people think because of your certain age. I mean, next year, I turn 70. I feel like 35. Um, That's amazing. Why not, why not go and do weird things and wonderful yes. things?
0: Well, I'm, I'm living a little vicariously through you at the moment because I dream of being this nomad of sorts and being able to just fly by the seat of my pants and go live wherever I want to live. Uh, I love travel for that reason, because it gives me just a little yeah. taste of of being somewhere else. Yes. And I always go through the activity of, could I live here and picturing my life living there? But I'm the opposite yeah. of you currently. My phase in life, I'm very, very grounded because <laughs> I have small children uh, that require me to stay right Are here. Are your kids so small? Yes. Yes. My youngest is 10. Uh, okay. So yeah. I am legally required to stay in the state of Texas for another Uh eight years. Uh but I think that's why I'm like, oh, just yearning. I'm yearning for the opposite. I'm yearning for living in a big city or being in an apartment or just experiencing a life that is very different than suburban living, but only because that's where I've been. I've I've scratched the itch of knowing what it is like to have a grounded, safe, stable life. Because let's be honest, that's not what I felt growing up. And so, you know, once you accomplish it and this is what I don't know if you know Abraham Hicks, but oh, I do. This is what they I do. Yes, I I gu- I guessed that you did, but they always say you get what you want and then you get to choose again. It's yeah. it's so true. It's sifting and sorting. It's exactly. you get what you want and then you're like, okay, now maybe I want something different, and there's nothing wrong with that.
1: Exactly, and it's never too late for anything, and we can change our mind as often as we wish. Uh, there's no judgment. Yes. There's no criticism. It is each one to do his own thing and we each we each follow our own journey and the the one thing that I've also discovered over time is that if I look back over my life and all the stuff that I've gone through is that I can honestly say I love my life journey oh yes I love the work I've gained across you know uh, uh, along the way there's nothing that I would want to change I love the journey that I've been on and that I am still on and will still be because there's always um, new new things that you discover. Um, and, and and to realize that there, there is no limits. Only we limit ourselves.
0: 100%. You, you're like the, the walking billboard for this podcast.
1: (laughs) That's a lovely compliment. Thank you, Shona.
0: Like the entire reason I started this was for women to come and share their stories merely to show people what was possible for them and to like expand their view of what's then possible for their own life as the listener. And that is the motto. You are never too old and it's never too late. Exactly, It's so true. And you've just beautifully illustrated that through the whole entire conversation. And I am so grateful that you chose to spend time with me. Thank you for being here. My last question for you is how can people find you?
1: okay so I have a website with regards to my um w- uh, wedding celebrancy um and that would be www. d wedding celebrant so when I send you the email then it'll be all there I'm also on instagram yes I'm I'm busy with my life coaching I don't have a website at this point for my life coaching and I don't think I'm gonna go that route because I have I've got different programs that, I, that I'm thinking of that I want to start, you know, developing. One of the programs I've already done is uh, for couples to have fun in their marriage because, you know, marriage is supposed to be fun. Oh, my gosh. It's supposed to be a joyful thing. So Yes, that's so important. Yeah, and so I've got a four-week program for couples, and we, we touch four different subjects per session. And so over four weeks, over a month, we go through this, the, the, the program. For me personally, I like to do things for a month. Because otherwise, if it drags forever, you know, you're losing momentum. And it's what you, what you gain, you apply. It's when you apply something that you start putting it into practice. And then I've got my other program for women, How to Love Yourself to Fabulousness. Because as I said earlier to you, most women dislike their bodies, you know? It's true. So, so, so yeah, so on Instagram, and I'm also on Facebook, uh, Teresa P. Dutoy. So, um, yeah, so anybody is welcome to send me a DM or a message or an Instagram message or whatever. And um, I will I'll just check up on the um, the bio. Sure. If somehow it's lost, I will resend it to you. All right.
0: Well, I will be sure to include all of those in the show notes so people know how to find you. But I thank you, just cannot say thank you enough for being here. So thank you again.
1: Well, now listen, it's me having to say thank you because I was really so surprised and so delighted when you originally contacted me and said you'd like to have me as a podcast guest. So I say thank you to you. Thank you so much. And um, thank you for the time. Thank you for the honor to share a bit of my life with you. I think you're a fabulous woman. You've got a beautiful energy and a lovely spirit. There's a thank lot you. of kindness and softness and gentleness about you so um, I think you're ideal for what you do as a podcast thank you really and I wish you success I accept it all (laughs) thank you there you go it's all yours and the sky is limitless
0: did you like this episode or did you love it inquiring minds want to know best way to support this show is to subscribe and leave a review. I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Thank you so much for listening until next time.